Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host, Victor Pitts. Hello, you're listening to Domain Masters on WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm your host, Victor Pitts. So we asked the question, you domain owners, what is who is? Why must you provide accurate who is information on your domains? What is the risk of not providing accurate who is information on your domain? Why must you why do you even consider putting information on your who is for your domain uh, that isn't accurate why would you even consider that what's the big deal all these questions are going to be addressed in this episode of domain masters as we take on the subject of who is which is under attack and and for legitimate reasons and uh, from from um, every all can all stakeholders uh, in this argument um, have validity in their claim and their concerns and it's going to be real interesting to see um, how who is manifest itself in the uh, upcoming years particularly with the advent or, or the uh, launch of new gtlds which this is the time uh, if you're going to choose your time to make changes to how who is is going to work uh, this is, is perhaps the best time to do so uh, when there's only 22 or so TLDs on the market, uh, GTLDs on the market today, and you could potentially have hundreds or even thousands of them um, within the next uh, 12 to 18 months, um, if who is is a problem with the 22 that you have now, um, that situation is going to to be become significantly more complex uh, and larger in scope uh, in in the years ahead with the new GTLDs. So this is something that's important for, again, all stakeholders to uh, to weigh in on um, because policies will likely be uh, changed. Um, and, and some of those you may or may not like, depending upon where you're sitting at on this, uh, on this argument. So let's talk about who is um, and where it all came from. First of all, show of hands of who knows what who is is. All right. Very good, very, very good. Well, who is 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 something that was created uh, back in the early days of of the internet, as the um, internet was on ARPNET, and then it started allowing more 
uh, participants other than defense, the U.S. Defense Department, which was the creators of of, um, of the Internet. Um, more departments were coming on board. Colleges were coming uh, on to the Internet and doing research and development, sharing of information, um, playing games, exchanging emails, <laughs> doing those things that kind of uh, gave a glimpse of just what the a potential uh, benefit or, or interest would be going forward. Well, these colleges, and as well as large businesses, research organizations, defense contractors, all uh, came on board, and they needed a, a means of determining. Um, and, and then they came up with domain names that made it easier, more friendly to uh, to find uh, the web addresses of of the organizations you're trying to reach. Um, and outside of using you know numbers from the IP address, but actually associating them to domain names. And with that, finding out who those uh, domain names uh, belong to. And, and you use, so Whois was created to discover who those domain names belong to. Who is the technical contact? Who, who would you contact if you had a question or problem uh, with a particular domain name? And you're trying to reach that organization. So the original uh, intent it was a method for system administrators to obtain contact information for IP address assignments or domain name administrators. So it was used both for IP as well as domain names to find out who is your contact, who do you reach if you have a question or a problem uh, regarding this IP address or this domain name. But as time has gone by, it's been used by a lot of uh, other uh, organizations as well. Um, so it does provide uh, a, a point of contact for um, specific people associated to an IP or domain, including uh, the technical contacts, the uh, ISPs, um, these types of organizations, which is really critical when they're troubleshooting or, or trying to um, um, fix a problem. You know, they having those contacts is important. It's, it's also used to determine the registration status of domain names. Is this domain name um, on a hold, on a lockdown, can't be transferred, uh, cannot have who is uh, contact information updated, um, is pending a transfer uh, to a different registrar, is um, ac- actually expired in an expired status, um, going through redemption grace period, perhaps. Maybe it's in the last five days before it's released, that five-day pending delete status. All these statuses are are um, reflected in the who is information. Uh, who is also assists law enforcement authorities in investigating um, you know, the contacts of a domain. Maybe there's a, um, a report, reported case of phishing or impersonation other types of uh, nasty conduct done uh, online and allows the uh, law enforcement officers to um, know who they're dealing with or at least which government organizations they should be reaching out to for cooperation in order to uh, put an end to the bad shenanigans. Uh, Combats abusive registration, um, helps uh, facilitate inquiries and steps for uh, trademark research and other uh, intellectual property uh, types of uh, issues or cases. It, it helps people to do the research to determine uh, what kind of uh, you know trademark infringement case there may be, uh, whether there's one at all. Um, overall, it contributes to the, the confidence of the Internet as a reliable and efficient means uh, to do business, to, 
to to be safe um your information and and that um if you needed to figure out if you needed to know who you're doing business with that there was if there was no contact us page on a website if there is nothing there of which you're getting um you're you're getting access to the business owner on a website maybe where you're doing business if nothing else you had to who is that had to be factual and um that you'd be able to reach out to that organization through that who is record and at least know who you're doing business with so some of the problems that's going on well again the, the original belief was is you you register a name that your name's entered into a registry this is public record open transparent global everybody can see it and and then you use it for official purposes. Um, you know, people would use it for these these purposes I just mentioned. But what happened was, as um, as as the rubber actually hit the road and people started using who is, um, some funny things happen. Uh, number one is is if you um, you started receiving emails from um, marketing solicitation companies, um, so they, they there is a, a growth. And, and spamming uh, to you, and as, how do they ever get my email address? I only used it in the registration of these domains. Aha! That's the information that's available in the who is, and that's what people would go and uh, comb through, scrape, and and pull out information on you. Have not only your email address, but they would have your phone number. They'd have your mailing address or your address, and uh, so they'd have personal information on you. You're listening to Victor Pitts on Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. We're going to break for some commercials. We'll be right back. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Johnson, optimize, what's this mantis connect. I keep hearing about? Be smart. Need to call Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org no, now. Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. As you know, being an expert at f- what did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. 
Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Acquizio.com to get a demo today. Acquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Here's Victor Pitts. Welcome back to Domain Masters. My name is Victor Pitts. I'm the host of Domain Masters. You're listening to it on WebmasterRadio.fm. In these times of of concern about uh, one's um, privacy, uh, privacy, privacy. <laughs> Uh, new word there, um, but your your privacy concerns, uh, where there is uh, people that are uh, doing identity theft and taking as much information as they can find about you, and then projecting themselves as you uh, online. Well, if they didn't have your address, now they do because that's public record. Anyone in the entire globe has access to the internet. Go free of charge. Look up your domain name. Get your telephone number get your address get your full name okay now they got some three important stuff and then from there you start doing searches adding on to the information you have next thing you know they're posing themselves across the internet as you so that's a concern uh, privacy concerns of, of the consumer um, the spamming is, a, is an issue where your email box is full of of junk and the only reason that people or, or your actual mailbox or your phone starts getting buzzed by by solicitors and all of them found you through uh who is public information who is look up <clears throat> so uh that that is a concern um some of the ways that i know that uh, uh domainers uh, use use the who is is um you'll look up who the contact record is of a particular domain name and that's the person that you're going to reach out to if you're trying to acquire that name or you have uh, a name that's similar to the one that they own and you would uh, look up the who is information and come up with your target list of people that you're you're going to reach out to and and let them know that your name is for sale so from a, a, a domain investor's perspective, that's a legitimate use. Well, other people do the same kind of thing. You know, they have products to sell, services to sell, and uh, they would use the domains, the domain who is, in the same way that a domain investor would to to research and see who who controls that domain. Uh, perhaps even look up what other domains that person owns. There's ways of doing that. In the early days of who is, you literally could go to the who is and put in a, a like a last name, and it would show you every registrant with that last name. I uh, can't do that anymore, but there's still other ways of of mining. Uh, who is information for for content for building a contact database uh, for whatever the purpose? So both the domain investor uses this outbound to to reach uh, prospects, and uh, what they do is no different than any other business. It's using them for the same purpose. If um, if someone is uh, looking for special interest groups to to target for their uh, product service. Uh, magazine, um, if something they have a value to reach a specific audience, uh, look up the domain names associated to that audience, you know, the same keyword, and, and see who the domain owners are, and build your prospect list. Okay, this is nothing new. 
and for the people that are legitimate have legitimate business interest in this they consider that to be fair play when they don't consider it to be fair play is when it's done in reverse and they're being solicited um they're being uh contacted because someone's trying to buy or buy something from them or sell something to them and and it came without being requested so therefore that's what makes it spam that's what makes it wrong so either way there's um people that are using this so if you have um if you're receiving a lot of of junk mail or spam mail um, and you want to stop that if you don't want to be contacted by these people. If you don't want someone knowing what domains that you own, um, then there's ways to approach, you know, dealing with that. To, to basically, you're going to make your information uh, private, right? That's the, the making it private. Uh, this is where things started getting out of control and, and causing uh, problems. Is people started falsifying the who is information because they didn't want to receive this this uh, spam so you would put in a fake name you'd put in a fake address you'd put in a fake telephone number you'd put in a fake email address and or an email address that was created just for the purposes of putting this online and then you no longer use that that or responded to those emails um, or even remember that you had that account well that would certainly those those activities would certainly uh, cut out uh, the the spam that you would get, and you would stop being bothered by people theoretically because uh, they no longer had a valid uh, contact information of which to reach you. Well, this this is a prob uh, uh, problem because uh, the who is is also used by uh, law enforcement. So who is is an important tool for law enforcement officers investigating such uh, violations like spam and phishing. They use it to track down the, the holders of the domain name. And, and law enforcement, uh, I know, has become frustrated when WHOIS records are not kept uh, valid. And so they're taking action right now to uh, seek to make WHOIS records both, both more open and, and verified. Um, I, this is something that's a, a matter of public record. And they're um, right now law enforcement agencies from around the world, including the uh, uh, Federal Trade Commission here in the U.S., um, and, but law enforcement officers and, and both civil and criminal from around the world uh, rely upon who is for finding out who they're dealing with, trying to identify the organizations by, based upon location in the world that they should be partnering with in order to um, to stop a, a a criminal or or civil violation from from transpiring online to shut it down, as well as to to bring those uh, offenders to to market or not to market, bring those offenders to court to justice. Um, and they need accurate who is information to do that because that's publicly available. Everything else has got to go through uh, a due process, and and due process, uh, regardless of how fast you have the system running, does require. A process to go through and and thus delay and and in some cases the delay can be quite long if it's a complicated uh, case with a lot of organizations that are involved and this makes it very difficult for um, the legitimate use of of law enforcement to protect us as consumers and protect us as individuals from the criminal uh, mischiefness of, of bad people out there. They can't do their job. They can't go. They can't get the uh, correct contact information. So they're they're up in arms about that. No pun intended. Um, 
but they they are certainly uh, they they consider this to be a major problem, and they're going to do what they can to in, invoke change in the system to make who is um, more more useful for them. So expect to see uh, considerable pressure on uh, ICANN uh, going forward to um, uh, whether it be direct or through organizations that influence them such as you know the government advisory committee also a committee called GAC um, that law enforcement agencies working through uh, directly or through various committees will be uh, trying to get changes made to the who is to make it more um, ver- verified and and, uh, and clean it up so that the the erroneous, fictitious information is is removed. That uh, there's a, a verified, uh, verified contact information that's going in there, so that they do utilize it. That it, it actually does give them information that they need. Um, so, what can we do as a domain investment community to protect ourselves and to um, keep bad things from happening to our domain names because of uh, who is issues? Um, and to you basically protect our investment. Well, some of the things that we we can do is to make sure that our one of two things: we either utilize a legitimate privacy service, where through your registrar perhaps um, they have a privacy services that will take away your uh, private information from being publicly displayed for the world to see. Um, Instead, it would show their privacy services. Examples of this, <clears throat> excuse me. Examples of this would be uh, GoDaddy's. Um, one second here. Uh, domains by proxy at uh, GoDaddy's moniker privacy services. These are examples of of uh, privacy contact information that is um, is is acceptable. And what it would show is it would show the um, privacy organizations contact information including telephone number with an email address that's going to be somehow uniquely associated to you so each each domain would have a separate uh, email address and that email address uh, would mean something um, you know it would be like your domain name at domains by proxy or your domain name at moniker privacy services again to just name a couple of, of the format so it, it could only be one occurrence of that, <clears throat> and if someone sent an email to that address, it is supposed to forward to the actual domain holder, you, the 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 uh, registrant of that name. So that is is a way of contacting the uh, the uh, entity having access to their contact information, um, but just not it wouldn't be disclosed publicly. The, for for cutting out spam and keeping bad guys from discovering who you are, this is a pretty effective means of protecting yourself. From the law enforcement um, perspective, I think that it's it's not everything that they would want because it it would require if it said privacy information, they've now got to contact the private or the privacy service, serve them with with a court paper, a subpoena, if you will for the information so that adds a delay for them and not something that uh, they like because again things move quickly online and time is of the essence and the subpoenas um, and that due process takes time which makes it harder for them to be successful in closing their cases Um, 
so but privacy information is is an acceptable means of uh, of protecting your your private information from would be um, assailants and uh, people wanting to pretend that they're you or to spam you or to contact you to buy or sell something that you don't want so put privacy services up and that's something that's uh, that is acceptable at least for right now what you do not want to do is to put falsified information in your who is what you're doing when you're putting falsified information in your who is is you are are putting your domains at risk that they uh, that, that it, the domain can actually be taken a, away from you because part of your agreement uh, through your registrar agreement which entails uh, components of the registry agreement which entails components of the ICANN agreement and all holds up is that your who is information must be accurate and uh, verifiable and and that's and if you're falsifying that information um, that agreement is is then uh, potentially at risk so you want to make sure that your contact information is accurate and you may you may wonder says okay um, what happens to me if I if I don't put correct information and I'll, I'll tell you some examples of correct information it's not just simply protecting someone from spam and putting a fictitious name but there's there's people that will use the who is for um, for for business purposes that that stretch the original intent of what who is was for it put it this, this name is their contact record is this name is for sale and would provide contact information on whom to contact if they're interested in any of these names. So people would express, uh, you know, business purposes within the contacts and and send them off to a different contact record. And it was kind of a way of of uh, putting your domains out for sale on a list and having uh, different contact records for each of those because maybe you have a different broker and different different department in your company is going to handle that particular inventory. And, and so a lot of creative ways that people have used to it. Some use it to set up departments and, and categories of, of domain names all have the same type of uh, contact record there in this particular category. I remember one company in particular uh, that used who is for their inventory if they were um, selling, if, if the names were, and they were, they were, if the names were, uh, hitting straight people versus gay people versus you know other different um, specific categories and they had a large list of domain names and they would categorize them by their who is um, to the type of names that they were in and they had different business rules for how they would deal with inquiries if someone wanted to buy the name uh, certain names then were easier to for them to grab and manage and to put onto their um, Uh, different monetization services so they used them in a lot of creative ways but those those ways if it doesn't actually reflect who the actual owner is and how to contact that owner then it's at risk and what will happen is is you'll receive notices uh, from your registrar which are uh, actually triggered uh, external to your registrar but your your registrar will ask you to update your who is information some will do it based upon a complaint Others will, and you have a specific time frame of which to uh, reply back, uh, verifying your who is information, uh, a lack of response on your part uh, within within that time frame uh, would result in your name being 
uh, suspended. Suspended means essentially the registrar can put on a like a registry lock, client-side registry lock, which is registrar-initiated, locking your domain name so it no longer resolves to its DNS. So it's still in your account, um, but you you do not have it resolving. And they may even put uh, additional holds on it, such as you can't delete the name, you can't transfer the name, uh, and, and you can't use the name. <laughs> but, you know, the, the name is still there in your account, just can't be used for any of those purposes if you do not have accurate contact information. Um, one of the things that I wanted to um, to research, and I have to be careful here on some of this research because I don't want to violate any, uh, you know, my own clients' uh, names and contacts. I'm going to pull some information. I, I do know for a fact that names have, uh, or, or domains have been suspended, um, put on hold because of a registrant not verifying their contact information. And this is imposed policy on the registrars. They're only doing what they have to do, okay, in order to keep their accreditation. So um, there's a guy by the name of uh, Bill Hartzer uh, from BillHartzer.com, and um, his he's a in the search engine marketing, but he actually did a little bit of research and uh, in a couple of cases both spoke to Network Solutions and, and GoDaddy, and he details out the case um, on his website of where domain owners were had their names suspended for not verifying their who is information so on an annual basis um, the registrars are supposed to send out a notice to you to verify your who is information is being uh, correct and they have different policies and on how they respond if you do not respond to that um, you know, some may have a policy of just saying, okay, well, I sent it out, but they didn't do anything. Others may take a more active policy. So know your registrar's policy in terms of uh, who is uh, accuracy. Else you may find that your name just suddenly goes off the air. Uh, if there is an actual case that's brought against your name, which is uh, uh, a, a report called a WDPRS, who is data problem reporting system. If someone uh, files a complaint through that, um, it, it it triggers a uh, message to the registrar. Registrar is given 15 days of which to verify the who is information. Else, they're supposed to uh, put the name on hold. And uh, so, if you receive one of those, then those you need to respond to because if you don't, um, that registrar it, it, the registrar is being watched. They have to report back uh, what it is that. Um, you know their action was what the results was so make sure if you receive one of those notices that you do in fact uh, respond back to that uh, like I said otherwise your domain could be perhaps turned down so with all this in the air you got um, you got organizations across the world that are utilizing for both legitimate reasons um, the who is information they're using it to fight crime to find the bad guys to protect consumers all noble, wonderful things, but in in the on the opposite side, you know, who is creates a privacy issue. It's tied to free speech. Um, it's a way of people protecting themselves from being spammed. It's a way of of people protecting their address from potential stalkers or or people that may disagree with them. They may register a name on a on a political ideal or or some sort of ideal that other people find uh, offensive or, or upset at and by putting the contact information now you can have you know 
bad guys find your or these people upset people find your your address and and harass you or threaten you or make you feel unsafe so man it's just a complicated issue uh, i think where this is is probably going to go is um in, in one of two ways i think that you're going to find on on the short term they're going to you know one more time have accurate information out there or use privacy services so at least if the these organizations that are trying to find bad guys need to get uh, accurate information they can find it through your uh, your registrar's privacy services and it would only be based upon you know um, their authorization from the courts to do so but you know make make that information uh, accurate or use the privacy services do not falsify your information because when you falsify your information it, it is not being helpful to anyone and it's putting your own inventory you know at risk if if the industry doesn't police itself and get better at this then what will happen is whether the internet in the future is controlled as it is now through the department of commerce here in the u.s or it's controlled by it's a division of the united nations regardless of where that control is coming from this is going to be a problem it's not going to go away so in the future if the industry doesn't do a better job of regulating itself then i think that there would be um there would be either of an enforcement of accurate information and any violations will be met more swiftly and harshly um to kind of whip the industry into shape or they'll have a two versions of who is they'll have a public version and then they'll have a version that's used uh, by registrars or by by uh special you know groups with the proper authority uh to find out who the accurate inf- who the accurate contact information is the actual registrant for each name so that's those are the that's a possibility the industry is, you know needs to try to self regulate if it doesn't then they're either going to have to force the original concept of who is or create a second set of who is that uh, can be used for uh that's verified information that can be used by uh various constituent groups with the proper authority um to to determine who the actual owner is of a domain name so guys with your inventory please be sure you should keep your your who is information up to date um don't don't fake it don't get cute with it don't don't misuse it for reasons that might make sense to you but considering considering all the other stakeholders out there and what the original goal and intent of who is is make sure you're not doing something that's going to uh impede their ability to uh find uh, the proper contacts the authoritative contacts for a domain folks i'm gonna go ahead and sign off now i do want to remind you that you come back next week at the same time for another uh exceptional show on domain masters where you learn to be the master of your domain good night folks How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.